Hey there, praise God. Today, before we share about the topic, forgetting the Lord, um, today at church, our pastor talked about thanksgiving, and then it reminded me of something I, I had never actually testified to God about. There was a time, you know how I told you my background of being very lazy. I think in my childhood, I would always rotate around TV and my bed and maybe do utensils and sweep coal. Yeah, but it was usually TV, bed, TV, bed. So with such a lifestyle, I, I didn't like taking water. Like my body would never really sweat or something like that. So I didn't like water at all while growing up. And then... I reached a point in salvation by the grace of the Holy Spirit and I love to fast. And with time, I, as I told you, if, if, if you're new here, you can look out for that episode about laziness. As I told you, I reached a point and the Spirit of God started to deliver me from laziness. Though I'm not yet there, but yeah, we are working on it. So when I reached that time where I was being delivered, I started being hardworking and, you know, waking up, going to my mom's farm projects. And then when I finished there, I helped my little sister out with housework and then I go to work. And then also work, I would walk to work. It, it's, it was a bit far from home, like from home to the main road, but it was walkable. But since I was going daily, I didn't want to spend transport to and from. And I had a friend who I would walk with to work, my workmate. So, yeah, I would walk. And now doing all that and then adding fasting to it i think my body compared to the way it was accustomed to it couldn't handle that so i reached a point and got a problem of ingestion what we call constipation so i, I was used to it and i would always take a cup of warm water and yeah be fine but there was this fateful day that was very terrible very very terrible and i wasn't willing to earn fast because it wasn't yet six and and i didn't want my fast to be wasted like it's close to six i think it was now there around three I'd, i'm not certain but then you people let's there are things we really take for granted eh? like going to choice not let me say it's by the grace of god because I remember there was some time, now I'm diverting from my own testimony, there was some time I, 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 I met a child who had no control over things that would come out of her body, like passing out, whether stool or urine, they would all pass out. So she was about 10 years, but at that age was still wearing a pamper. Anyway, now let me go back to my testimony. So that that time... You people, I really failed to stool. I really failed. I failed. <laughs> and I remember I called my dad and told him, you know what, daddy, if it's possible, get me injections. But then it took out the long story short. He brought me medicine. And now this medicine had side effects. It would just reverse the story from ingestion to a running stomach. And, and you'd start vomiting and vomiting endlessly. So I spent some good days on some good time. Eh, that I, I just have to take medicine in order to go to chill normally. I think other medicine is also irritating because it has side effects. So yeah, I reached, I reached a point and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of this ingestion through fasting again i'm going to pray for it i'm going to fast for it but this time i was like i'm not going to fast the ordinary way i've been fasting 
God, I'm going to fast for 21 days, the kind of Daniel fast that he had. Daniel had a fast, you read about it in the book of Daniel, where he fasted for 21 days and he stayed away from good food. He called it choice food, meat, wine, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's the fast that I went into. And he decided to eat things like vegetables and water and stuff like that. So I went into that first. And by the time the first ended, I was delivered. And with time, I even forgot. So yeah, today in church, I remembered that testimony. And I really want to thank God that there are things we take for granted. But then, there are people when they go through them. They are so hard. They are so hard. What we take normally. You've seen recently, breathing is so normal since we were kids. But then there was a time when oxygen, poor, just buying oxygen and very costly. So imagine if God was making us pay for it. Anyway, when we talk about forgetting the Lord, I'm going to read for you Deuteronomy chapter 8. Verse 11 says, Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large, and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied. Silver and gold, they mean your wealth. When you've built good homes to live in, then your heart will become proud, and you'll forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So, child of God, I want to promise you that all the Lord's promises are yes and amen. He's really going to fulfill them. But when that time comes and he has multiplied your possession and he has satisfied even beyond what you prayed for, make sure that you do not forget the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful desert, that thirsty and waterless land, that with its venomous snakes and scorpions. Here is meaning the trials that you're going through in this journey of salvation. Verse 17. Let me go to 16. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your fathers had never known. These are the small provision God brings for us before he actually gives us her own wealth. To humble you and to test you that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Child of God, never forget that it is the Lord who has brought you this far. Remember, do not forget the fast that you've made. Do not forget the prayers that you've been making. As in, do not, do not actually, let me say this, do not... Say it was by your power and might that you did it because you prayed, because you fasted. No, there are many people out there that the Lord hasn't given the grace to get the things that he's going to give you or has given you. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. So I want you to know that if the Lord hasn't said yes, no one can get wealth. It is only when God says yes that you can accumulate wealth and confirms his covenant with you. If you ever forget the Lord, verse 19, the Lord your God, and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. 
Now, other gods may mean the wealth that the Lord has given you. When you fail, your job has become a god to you and you can no longer go to church because of that job. When you get a husband or marriage or a wife and you feel like you can no longer go to church because you have to spend people, time with these people, Yes, it's good to balance, but do not give everything to this person because it says, and you worship and bow down to them. That's already worshiping these people if they hinder you or if this job hinders you from going to church. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 13 says, so if you faithfully obey the commands I'm giving you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Then I'll send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain. So everything will be fruitful. Uh-huh. So that new wine and oil, I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle and you will eat and be satisfied. It means whatever you put your hands to, it will be blessed. Be careful or you'll be enticed to turn away and worship other gods and bow down to them. Then the Lord's anger will burn against you and he will shut the heavens so that it will not rain and the ground will yield no produce and you will soon perish from the good land, the Lord. So do not think that you can detooth God, that you can cheat him, that you can be a hypocrite and you think you will just go back to how things used to be and spend his wealth in a way that does not glorify his name. He says he will take it away. So Judges chapter 3 verse 1, these were the Israelites. These are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not experienced any of the wars in Canaan. He did this only to teach warfare to the descendants of the Israelites who had not had previous battle experience. So let me go to verse 7. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They forgot the Lord. They forgot him. Their God of the Baals and the Asherahs. So do not at any one moment forget how far the Lord has brought you. I know it's very tempting, has brought you. I know it's very tempting when things are going on so well financially, in your marriage, in in everything, in your ministry, and you have so many people following you, and then you forget that it is the Lord who did this, and you become proud. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel so that he sold them into the hands of Kushar. Oh, God, that word is hard. To whom the Israelites were subject for eight years. But when they cried out to the Lord, he raised up for them a deliverer. Let me also read this one so that I explain to you that point. Verse 12. Once again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the... So whenever these guys would, would get rest and get good things, they would forget the Lord. So once again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And because they did this evil, the Lord gave Elgon, Eglon, king of Moab, power over Israel, getting the Ammonites and the Malachites to join him. Eglon became, came and attacked Israel. Let me go on to verse 15. It says, again, the Israelites cried out to the Lord and he gave them a deliverer. So God was faithful. Each time they would run back to him, but he would give them a deliverer. When we go to verse 4, when we go to chapter 4, verse 1, after Ehud had died, this was the deliverer the Lord had given them. The Israelites once again did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Oh my God, again. So this is actually our nature. So the Lord sold them into the hands of Jabin, a king of Canaan, who reigned 
in Haza. The commander, uh-huh. So, what am I trying to bring out here is that each time the Lord blesses you and you forget him, that is why God keeps on bringing problems once once in a while because each time you forget him he brings you a problem so that you can run back and cry unto him if the lord gives us a perfect life we will worship the wealth and the good things he has given us and we will be proud so each time these israelites would forget them would forget him he would give them into the hands of another king who would torture them for some good time and then they would come back to their senses and remember that eh it was the lord it we are we have been surviving by the grace of god so now each time you also choose to be stubborn and forget the lord the same thing is going to happen he will bring a problem he will maybe cause your finances to reduce he will cause people to hate on you he, he will bring those small small things that will make you come back to your senses and then cry unto him he can bring an illness and then you turn back to him judges chapter 6 verse 1 again the israelites did evil in the eyes of the lord and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the midianites then let me go to verse 7 when the israelites cried to the lord because of midian he sent them a prophet who said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. That is why the Lord kept on reminding these people of the things he had done. But most of these people he was reminding were not there. Most of the people who had come out of Egypt had died. Who had seen the wonders of the Lord had died. So these were their children. So he had to keep on reminding them. So ask the spirit of god to always remind you of the good things the lord has done for you first kings chapter 11 verse 1 this was king solomon king solomon had seen the lord twice he had given him so much wisdom and so much wealth my mom sometimes says this man got astray from god because of the too much he had King Solomon, however, loved many foreign wives besides Pharaoh's daughter. This is a weakness most men have. When the wealth increases, the women also increase. So it's very easy to be faithful to God when you do not have money. It's very easy to make all these promises to God. God, when you give me money, I will tithe it. I will do this and this. But then when you get your money, the money, you're like, ah, but I worked hard. But then I fasted. But then I prayed for it. If it wasn't for me to do this, then maybe you get they were from nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites, you must not intermarry with them because they will surely turn your hearts after their goods. Nevertheless, Solomon held fast to them in love. He had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines and his wives led him astray. So when God gives you wealth, be careful. Who are you associating with? Are these people drawing you closer to God or far away from God? And Solomon grew, his wife turns his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father had been. So me there is sometimes I pray, I tell God, that God, you promised us 100% on earth and 100% in heaven, but if 100% earth, is going to make me miss out on the hundred percent of of heaven then do not give me a hundred on earth at least give me something like 80 but just make sure i do not miss out on uh, not a command okay but help me and i do not miss out on the hundred of heaven verse 11 so the lord said to solomon meanwhile i want you to remember that the lord gave solomon a name that was called jedida 
meaning loved by God. It means God loved this child. But then when Solomon grew old, this is what the Lord told him. Um, verse 11. Verse 11, where are you? Where have you disappeared? So the Lord said to Solomon, since this is your attitude and you have not kept my covenant and my decrees, so the Lord only works under his covenant. When you break it, he has no choice but to also break his promises. Which I commanded you, I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your subordinates. So the kingdom was torn away and given to a mere servant. Nevertheless, for the sake of David, your father, I will not do it during your lifetime. I will tear it out of the hand of your son. So Bambi, because God is good at keeping his promises, he didn't take away the entire kingdom. Because he had promised David that there will always be your descendant to rule. Yet I will not tear the whole kingdom from him, but will give him one tribe for the sake of David, my servant, and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. So I know this is not easy, but you won't tell God that it wasn't easy because he has given us his spirit to help us do these things. Ask the spirit of God to always remind you. In fact, talk to yourself the times when I'm praying and I tell myself, Christine, do not forget how far the Lord has brought you. So make it your daily prayer. Ask the Lord to remind you because the Bible tells us that what good is it to gain the whole world and yet lose your soul stay blessed don't forget to share this audio with a friend or listen with someone else